Welcome to the New Reality Show, where you can call in live for laser coaching and engage in Q&A with doctors Art Emrich and Christina Winsey. Discover how to master the power of your mind, body, and spiritual energies. Get empowered to create your new reality for more happiness, well-being, and success. Well, here we are again, Dr. Art. We did it. We did it again. The last show in April. Can you oh believe gosh, how fast yeah. the, cal- the calendar is going by? It's amazing. Amazing. Welcome, yeah. new viewers. If you're new to our show, we are New Reality Solutions, and we're so glad that you're here. Uh, what we're about, well, we're about the fact that in the last few years, people have been suffering from tremendous fears, anxiety, and PTSD and all kinds of things. And we want to bring solutions to as many people as possible. So every show, we either have a guest or Dr. Art and I talk about a topic and provide solutions that you can do right at home that are completely free. And uh, it is our joy and pleasure. We, it's, this, is, this show is a gift to us as much as to the people we're serving, isn't it, Dr. Art? It really is. Yeah. We Yeah. We've we've been at it now for pretty much about nine months. Uh, wow, we, we've been going at this. Yeah, we're giving birth. Yeah. Wow, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this is it. This is yeah. the birth month. Yeah. yeah, it's well, it's a new moon and a new moon uh, eclipse. It's going to be a powerful eclipse tomorrow. So, oh, great. Yeah. Okay. Very cool. Well, I want to thank our subscribers who are so faithful mm-hmm. to us. Mm-hmm. And um, you, if you would like, if you enjoy the show and you would like to be a subscriber, we would love to have you support our efforts and help us reach as many people as possible by keeping the lights on here at New Reality Solutions. So you can find uh, the link on our show page. And Thomas is showing you right now. It's under our picture on the left-hand side. And if you click that link, you can subscribe for as little as $2.99, all the way up to, I believe, $49.99. And it's whatever value you believe you're getting from the show. And we just are grateful if you want to be a subscriber. So uh, this is a live call-in show. And if you're in the United States, you can dial toll-free one. 1- 888. And let me get my numbers. Ah, Thank you, Thomas. It's on the screen. And if you're listening, it's 1-888-627-6008. If you're outside the U.S., dial direct 1-323-744-4831. And uh, you're welcome to call into the show. Uh, you're welcome to ask us or our guest any question and join the conversation. We welcome that. This is an interactive show, and uh, we want to be able to help you. And as we always say, Dr. Art, they don't have to give their real name, right? They don't have to come on camera. Yeah, just like <laughs> just like calling for a friend, you know, and we won't know any different. So that'd be there fun. you go. There you go. Well, it's time. It's it's the best time of the week. It's Dr. Art's tip of the week. Ooh, go for it. Okay. Is that the best one? Okay. <laughs> uh, once again, one word uh, belief, uh, uh, one word uh, title for our uh, tip. 
And uh, the, the word uh, this week is beliefs. So we all have them. And I suspect we're going to hear from our guest uh, a lot about um, the way his beliefs changed over time as he got exposed to different things. But um, just uh, by way of uh, introduction, a belief is something that you hold to be true. Doesn't mean it is true. It just says, in, in your opinion, this is the truth. And, uh, and we're just filled with all of these things. Now, unfortunately, many of them were put in there before we were age eight, nine, or 10. Uh, and we did not have a critical faculty or a critical function that protected us from beliefs that were not supportive of us, um, that were not accurate. They got put into our unconscious and they have resided there and they have determined many, many of our behaviors because we don't even know that they're there. Now we do know about a lot of our beliefs. And so sometimes I'll detect some in interviewing a client and I will say something about, uh, would you be willing to consider changing some of these beliefs that you have? Oh, I couldn't do that. And I, I would never change my belief. They're me. You know, that's who I am. I am my belief. They totally identify with them. I'll say, really? You still believe in Santa Claus and the Tooth Fairy and the Easter Bunny? No, and I don't believe. Well, I guess that you have changed some of your beliefs. Oh, yeah, well, I guess I did on those. But there are others that are much more damaging to you. And so one of the recommendations I would do is periodically just doodle with a piece of paper and just write down some of the things that you believe and then look at them and say, is that supporting me and where I want to go and who I want to be and what I want to have? And if not, move it out of your unconscious into your conscious mind where you get a vote on it. As long as it stays in the unconscious, you don't even know it's there. Mm -hmm. You have to do a process of moving it so that you do see it for what it is. And then you get to decide if you want to put it back or you want to leave it out because it's not really supporting you anymore. So um, just be aware that um, the uh, the critical faculty or critical function uh, protects us from a lot of these things that people say, well, I believe the earth is flat, you know, and you could say, well, I, I don't believe that. I think the earth is round. And so we reject it offhand. If we were four years old and somebody said, well, you know, the earth is flat. And we say, oh, I didn't know that. Okay, I'll make a note of that. And it'll store in our unconscious. And and there it is. And so the flat earthers are probably people who got, got those put in there before they got a vote on it. And now they don't know how to get rid of it. So there is there are a number of processes for changing beliefs or getting rid of outmoded ones. But one of the first ones is you got to know what they are. And so just... Periodically, when you're doodling, just make some notes and say, well, I think I believe this and I believe this, I believe that. And then look at them and say, is that a good belief for me to have or, or not? And then then you can go about the process of changing it. So just be aware that beliefs are not you. They are just something that you hold to be true. It doesn't necessarily mean it is, but you are acting on the notion that it is and it will therefore guide a lot of your behavior. Make sure it's a good, healthy, supportive belief before you let it do that. Awesome. Awesome. And so true. And uh, the only thing I want to add, if I may piggyback on that, is to be writing down your beliefs in different categories of your life that are important Mm -hmm. to you. So Mm -hmm. if you're not doing well in one area, maybe time to look at those beliefs and, um, you know, 
prioritizing the areas of your life where things are not going as well as you would like them to go. There's a wheel of life. We can do physical, mental, emotional, spiritual, social, career, um, um, financial. They're, They're all different areas. And so that's a great idea just to kind of pull out maybe one from each of those areas and make sure you don't leave one out because that may be the one that's really backfiring on you. Exactly. Great. Yeah. Awesome. Dr. Art. Thank you so much for that tip. That's, That's great. All right. Well, we are very excited. This next, uh, this guest that we have tonight is an Amazon bestselling author and a fascinating individual. So I'm going to read his bio his name is Brent Michael Phillips, and um, just amazing human being. Brent Michael Phillips was a world-class software engineer from MIT and helped to create the modern internet during his time in graduate school at MIT. After leaving MIT to pursue a technology startup, he experienced a staggering physical challenge and years of chronic pain and failed treatments led to doctors putting him on permanent disability. With his right arm paralyzed after an experimental surgery, Brent went to a healer and experienced his first miracle when his arm was instantly and permanently healed. Knowing his life path was fortuitously altered, he then spent years studying with the world's best master healers, gurus, psychics, and spiritual teachers to discover and reverse engineer the scientific laws and principles underlying miraculous instant healing, financial abundance, loving relationships, and even enlightenment. He is the creator of Awakening Dynamics System, which consists of advanced consciousness technologies for subconscious clearing. Uh, instant healing, manifestation, seeing energy and auras, and the ascension of consciousness from awakening to enlightenment. Brent is also an award-winning author, an Amazon number one best-selling co-author, and the inventor of the patent pending patent pending formula for miracles technology. His greatest passions are teaching, healing, and helping others to experience their own genuine spiritual awakening. To learn more, we're going to talk to Brent. We're going to find out more about him and what he can offer you. So Brent, welcome to the show. I'm excited to be here. This is great. Awesome. Awesome. Well, we have a load of questions for you. So hope hope you're ready. I'm ready. Let's rock and roll. (laughs) All right. Well, my first question is, how does an MIT trained software engineer become a healer and decode the formula for miracles? Well, you know, it's it's kind of funny that I'm the first to admit I never thought I'd be doing anything like this because I'm very much a nerdy, rational science type. And so to be a healer, teaching people how to access their Uh, power their mind uh, to ascend consciousness wasn't even on my radar when I was young because I grew up as kind of your typical nerd. I love Dungeons and Dragons and Star Trek and Lord of the Rings and King Arthur and all that kind of stuff, right? So uh, it was funny that when I got to MIT, I discovered the internet, which sounds funny today, right? But back in the 80s, no one had ever heard of the internet. 
And I was like, wow, this is so incredible. This is going to change the world. And so I made that my focus. And uh, I went on to graduate school at MIT, which was really exciting because in my first year of grad school, MIT was made the home of the brand new World Wide Web Consortium. Mm. And so my research group was part of that. And one of the many things we did was in 1994, before most people had even heard of the web, we sent the first ever live audio video stream through a web browser. Wow. So we were doing some really cool stuff, right? Yeah. And uh, I, I figured I'd stay there through my PhD, but then the internet boom hit. And I'm like, wow, this is the gold rush of my lifetime, right? So I figure, well, this will be easy. I'll move to California, recruit my lifelong best friend. We'll start an internet company, work really hard for a couple of years, sell it for millions of dollars, and then maybe move to a tropical island and spend our days hot tubbing with supermodels, right? <laughs> that, that was our plan. And it was a good plan, right? For a yeah. young man, great plan. Hey. And uh, th things went really well at first. The, uh, it's really funny now, looking back, the very first website we ever got, the first contract, was to develop this, the website for the launch of the Sony PlayStation. Hmm. So that was a big deal, right? So that was our first website that really put us on the map. And the first year was amazing. I had 15 people working for me. And we were doing so well, we even started a second startup to create online games based on the networking technology I developed at MIT. So, you know, really, I was so excited every day to wake up and get to the office because I just loved what I was doing so much, right? But that, that didn't last too long because I started to, it started to really affect my health. Because looking back, it wasn't the smartest thing to be the primary developer and manager at two different internet startup companies at the same time. Mm. Kind of insane, right? One company was about 60 hours a week. When we had the two companies, it was really about a hundred hour work week. I was there 14 hours a day, seven days a week, no weekends, no holidays, no vacations, no breaks. And I was okay with it because again, I figured by the time I'm 30, I'll be a multimillionaire, right? Well, before I got there, my body started to break down. And it started with little tingles and stiffness and very quickly escalated to life-crushing pain. Hmm. That, that the pain was so bad that I had to go move in with my parents because some days I needed my mother's help just to get dressed and cut my food. I mean, th th this was really bad. But I didn't panic because I figured, hey, I'll go to a doctor. They'll know what's wrong. They'll give me something and I'll be fine. Why? Up to that point in my life, it always worked that way, right? So like, long story short, I spent the next three years in conventional therapies working my way up the food chain. So I'd be somewhere for a while. They go, sorry, Brent, I don't think we can help you. You need to go here. They have more advanced equipment, right? This happened three or four times. I ended up at the Curlin Job Clinic, which is like the gold standard for physical therapy, considered the best physical therapy clinic, certainly in the Western United States. And it was a neat thing because I'm there, you know, doing my physical therapy next to Lakers and Dodgers and Olympians, right? Mm. So that was kind of cool. But they couldn't help me either. And after years of treatment, I finally, I got kicked up the food chain again. And I got a personal consultation with a head doctor at Curlin Joe, which is pretty amazing, right? Normally, it's like you have to be a well-known athlete. But I, I got in to see him. And I was so excited. I'm like, man, this guy, he can help me, right? He could do anything. 
And so I go into his office and he's this kind of stately looking older gentleman, you know, big, big uh, horn rim glasses. And he's looking at my files and he goes, "Mm, Mr. Phillips, Mm -hmm. I'm sorry, son. There's nothing I or any doctor can ever do for you. You're always going to be in pain and you'll never be able to go back to work. And I was like, what? I, I, I was so stunned. I was speechless. Yeah. I, I'm not sure I said anything. I was just like, and then he said, tell you what, son, I'm going to do you a favor. Normally, they never get approved this young, but I'm going to recommend you for permanent disability. Mm. I was like, what? And the last thing he said before I left was, son, is he, you got someone out there that can take care of you until you die? So... He, he put me on lifetime disability when I was 27 years old. And on the way out, his receptionist said, oh, Mr. Phillips, just to be clear, please don't ever come back. I'm sorry, but we can't be spending our limited resources on impossible cases. Hmm. And that was that. The, the, oh my God. the conventional God. medical community just slammed the door on me, sent me home to die at 27 years old. No joke. Wow. And uh, it, it actually got worse from there. Because I went to tell my business partner and best friend, I figured he'd be all, hey, Brent, I got your back. The doctor's a bozo. We'll figure this out together, right? Well, what I didn't know is he had been secretly dating the woman I was crazy in love with that I had been dating behind my back for almost six months. Oh, my. And, and we, I mean, we were, we were close like brothers. The, the, the years I was at MIT across the country, we talked on the phone every single day. I mean, we, we were really soulmates. And so when this happened, he was like, eh, sorry, man, if you can't work, you're done. And he ran a bunch of legal tricks because his father, his grandfather was a very well-known lawyer. So they played a whole bunch of legal tricks with the company so he could just pull the rug out from me. So they fired me, sent me home to die. And again, this company was my idea. And it was my skills and talents and hard work that made it successful, right? Not his. It was me. And That's uh, huge karma on his part. Huge. Yeah. And so I was left. I was uh, in pretty serious chronic pain, told I'd never be able to work. I'd never be normal, living with my parents. And I had also just lost my best friend and had a terrible broken heart. And the woman I was dating that I was crazy about. And that that was uh, my first dark night of the soul, as they call it. And so to to make a long story very short, I was depressed. I started day drinking, using drugs. I was suicidal, doing really stupid things that I don't want to mention here because I don't want anyone to get ideas, right? Uh, But I was lucky I didn't spiral too far down. I had a friend of mine turn me on to positive thinking and alternative medicine. And he was like, Brent, some some doctors just don't get it. But try the alternative stuff. And so for the next five years, I'm there living with my parents, at least till they divorced, then, you know, living with my mom and running around full time on disability, racking up a gigantic credit card debt, doing all this alternative medicine. And I mean, I did so many things, acupuncture, herbs, cleanses, magnets, diets, Reiki healing, I mean, you know, Feldenkrais, uh, Pilates, I could go on and on. I did so many things, right? That was my full-time job was running around getting treatment. And after five years, um, I I had maxed out all my credit cards. I was facing bankruptcy. And uh, my uh, 
uh, workers' comp lawyer said, Brent, there's a chance you might lose your disability. So I panicked. And he arranged to get me in a program for an experimental surgery. And he said, Brent, if you do the surgery, I can probably get you another five years on disability. I was like, okay. So I agreed to have the surgery. And I woke up from the surgery. Not only did it not help my pain, my right arm was paralyzed. It botched the surgery. And because it was experimental and I'd signed all sorts of waivers, there was no legal recourse. It was just, eh, sorry. And uh, so that was really, in a sense, rock bottom. And uh, I, I was pretty close to being homeless because my, my mother had to sell the house and she had her own issues and it was just this big nightmare. And then it all turned around right before I thought I had no hope at all. Because I'm sure you know, it's always darkest before the dawn, right? Yeah, right. So right when I thought there was no chance, I met this crazy healer lady named Terry. And she was like, oh, dear, that sucks about your arm, but we can fix that. You just got a lot of subconscious blocks. And I'm like, all right, that's cool. You know, new age nonsense, right? <laughs> and I blew it off. But she, uh, my aunt Lauren was friends with her. That's how I got, we got introduced. And Lauren kept nagging me. And I was like, Lauren? If I promise to see Terry, do you promise to stop bugging me? She was, yes, Brent. I'm like, fine. So I called Terry. I arranged a session. I went to see her. And she, she said, oh, well, you know, really all that's going on with you is you got a lot of subconscious blocks in there. Let, let me clear them, and then we'll see what happens. And I'm like, sure, lady, whatever, right? So we had the session. She's asking me questions about my belief in God, things that happened in my childhood, the tragedy with my startup and my best friend's betrayal and all these things, right? Doing this block clearing thing. And she was talking about theta waves and, you know, the unconscious and all, all this stuff. And uh, honestly, you know, I had done, you know, I'd been to Reiki healers, pranic healers, stuff like that. It, it, it had never done anything for me. So I had no expectations. And then at the end, she says, okay, dear, we're going to heal your arm. I'm like, yeah, whatever. You, you and what army, right? <laughs> so she kind of went into this trance. And her eyes kind of rolled back in her head and her eyes started fluttering. And I'm like, okay, you know, a bunch of theater, right? So I'm like looking out the window. And what I remember was I was thinking about what I wanted to pick up for lunch on the way home, right? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, maybe I'll get a sandwich from Whole Food Market. I think there's a Law & Order rerun on this afternoon, right? That, that, that's what I was thinking about. <laughs> and out of nowhere, there was this loud crack and pop that came out of my paralyzed elbow and it, it was like a little firecracker went off right you know we've all had at least people over 40 we we had the experience of joints cracking right mm -hmm. it was that times a thousand it was like my whole body shook right and i was like whoa and terry opened her eyes and kind of smiled and says okay dear try your arm and i did and i was like oh my god i could move my arm again it was really a miracle i didn't believe her when she said she could fix my arm but she did and the craziest thing is she never even touched me. It's all done with the mind. And so I was like, holy crud, uh, lady, I don't know what you just did, but please, can you teach me? And that was the day that this very skeptical, rational science engineer type became uh, spiritual, started my path and I went and learned all this stuff, mastered it. And now, you know, for the last 20 years, it's been my mission to bring this new technology to the world because that's a difference between me and almost everyone else out there. I don't see this as woo-woo. 
I really don't. It can be used that way, but this is technology. There are very clear metaphysical laws of the universe. And if you can understand the metaphysical laws, you can create metaphysical technology. And that's what I've done. And that's why I'm here, because I want people to know there are some amazing things your body, your mind, your soul can do. But most of us have no idea. I had no idea until I learned from Terry and later my mentor, Carl, that we are so much more powerful than we realize. There's so much more we can do, but most of us have no idea we can do these things, right? To, to most people, miracles happen only to this chosen of God thousands mm -hmm. of years in the past, right? No. Miracles are happening all around us all the time. Well, while all you, we got to do is tune in. While you're right here on this topic, um, I, I imagine you have quite a different definition of the word miracle for most yeah. people. I do. What is a miracle to you? Great question. I love defining words. So we all know exactly what we're talking about, right? right. Mm -hmm. So here to me, a miracle is simply any phenomena that cannot be fully explained by our current level of science and technology. Okay. Good. That's how I would define a miracle. Mm -hmm. okay. So as an example, if you take your cell phone and you jumped in a time machine and went back even a hundred years, it would be a miracle, wouldn't it? Yes. It yeah. can take pictures. It can record voices. It can make videos. It can do math in an instant, right? Even mm -hmm. without a network. Right. It's, it's, it's a miracle to them. And so in the future, the things that we're learning to do with our minds, with energy healing, manifesting, intuition, the things that seem like a miracle today will be very commonplace. But they won't be. Yeah. Right. Mm -hmm. Just like, you know, we don't consider your cell phone a miracle. It's just right. a piece of technology. Right. Right. So in the future, that's how we'll see it. And my job, why I'm here on earth is to start to bridge that gap. To right. take this stuff out of the realm of woo-woo. And there's nothing wrong with woo-woo if that's what you like. It's just not my thing. Right. Yeah. I like numbers, analysis, clear thinking, evidence, mm -hmm. scientific method. Right. Mm -hmm. to start pushing it towards that so that we can get more mainstream adoption and so that everybody can learn this. Yeah. And that's so important because I used to think that to be a healer or a psychic, you had to be special. You had to be born with some talent, right? Mm -hmm. Or you had to be smacked on the forehead by the Pope or something, yeah. right? <laughs> some, right. Some I, 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 just, I, do, just, <laughs> I didn't think anyone, but anyone can do this in the same way that anybody can learn to use a cell phone, right? Yeah, it's just yeah. technology, right? You hand it to a caveman, he'd have no idea what to do with it. Know what to do? Yeah, right. And that's kind of how we are today. We're given these minds, these bodies, these souls that were like a caveman with a cell phone, going, "Oh, what's this?" And you just kind of throw it aside and go out hunting, right? Right, <laughs> yeah. right. Yeah. Let me ask you about another word while we're on this uh, definition thing. When you hear the word impossible, I'm sure you thought of of, of what that meant. Early sure. on, you know, and yeah. now what do you, when you hear that word, what do you so, think? Of really, to, to me, impossible should be translated into, I don't know how to do that. Yet, maybe. Yeah, even, yet. Even yet. Mm -hmm. Right. And it's especially bad with doctors. And now again, some doctors are amazing healers, right? Yeah. A lot are not. What I realized was when a doctor says that's impossible, when you translate that to English, what he's saying is, I don't know how to do it. I don't know mm -hmm. how to do it. Yeah. And that's, mm -hmm. that's what they tell them in med school. Basically, if you, the doctor, can't do it, it's impossible. No. Yeah. Right? No. I was also yeah. told 
my online game was impossible because what I created was really what's the first metaverse is the term we use today. Mm-hmm. It was a single virtual world with 3D graphical avatars that ran in real time with persistent state. Now, there's a bunch of nerd terms there. Don't worry about it. But this technology was 10 years ahead of its time. Way ahead, yeah. And when, yes. when I started this in 1995, I was told by many big game publishers, your idea is impossible. Is We're impossible. not interested. <laughs> That's right. Well, I heard that the, the movie Avatar had to wait for a while because they didn't have the technology to do what he wanted to do. Yes. And, and finally, when they developed it, now all of a sudden we got a beautiful movie out of yeah, it. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, but but yeah. he couldn't do it when he first got the idea that the, the capability wasn't there. So. Sure. Yeah. Or it would have been ridiculously expensive, right? Right. Yeah. 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 Well, let me just do a station break. Uh, if you're just joining us, we are talking to best-selling author Brent Michael Phillips, The Formula for Miracles. This is New Reality Solutions, and I'm Dr. Christina Winsey, and this is Dr. Art Emrich. And we're having a great conversation about how Brent wrote his book, well, how Brent, Brent's story and, and how uh, he became a healer and teaches people how to be healers and go beyond what we think is possible. Um, if you would like to call in and ask a question, uh, you can dial direct, uh, toll free in the United States, 1-888-627-6008. And if you're outside the U.S., dial direct, one 323 7444831. Brent, I have a feeling that we will run out of time. There's so much we want to talk to you about. Oh my gosh, we have another 30 minutes. So um, I kind of looked at a couple of these questions and I, I want to ask all of them. Um, so one of them is Is this like the law of attraction from the secret? And another one is, um, how is it that computers can lead us to better understand energy healing and higher consciousness? So maybe you can talk to both of those. So uh, to, to address the the first question, is this like the secret? Hmm. I would say yes and no. It is, but it's kind of like saying a doghouse is like a skyscraper Hmm. that basically, you know, not to disparage it too much because there's some good ideas in the secret, but anybody can build a doghouse, right? Go to Home Depot, buy some boards, a hammer, some nails, a measuring tape. Boom. An hour later, you got a doghouse. Mm. Not everyone can build a skyscraper. Mm. There's a lot of technology, materials, and, and skill that must go into it. And it, all these pieces have to be just right. Mm. If, they're, if it's out of balance, if it's not flat, if it doesn't have enough foundation, there's all these things that could go wrong. So you really need a level of skill. But when you do, you can do amazing things, Right. You can do a way more with a dog with, with a skyscraper than a doghouse. Yeah, yeah. and we, if we get into the different generations of technology, big picture, I see all this as what you might call consciousness technology. Mm-hmm. Learning to harness and channel the power of our consciousness to do useful things for us. And the, the way I see consciousness technology today is sort of like electricity was, say, a thousand years ago. Mm-hmm. That a thousand years ago, people weren't stupid. They just didn't have modern technology, right? They knew about electricity. They'd see a lightning bolt in the storm, right? They just didn't understand how it worked. But then we figured it out. 
Maxwell, Tesla, Edison, etc., they crack the code on electricity. Mm -hmm. And we, by understanding the laws of the universe underlying it, today what we call Maxwell's equations, you can use electricity to do lots of useful things. Mm -hmm. Electric lights, right? Power your computer, your phone, your car. Uh, electric motors. So much we can do, right? So right now we're in a similar place. Many of us have observed the phenomena of miracles, right? Mm -hmm. you've heard of them, seen them, right? We mm -hmm. know they're there. We just don't know how it works. That's my job. And so in the big picture, I would categorize all these different self-improvement technologies into three generations. Quite simply, the first generation is law of attraction, right? The secret, think and grow rich. Positive thinking, mastermind, vision boards, right? It's a good start, but it's just kind of kludgy, Right. Sort of like the Model T was a first-generation car. Mm -hmm. would, would you want to drive one today to work every day? I wouldn't. Yeah. <laughs> right. I'd rather have something new, right? Much more comfortable, faster, safer, has a radio, has a windshield, right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Give me a Tesla or at least a Toyota. Yes. So using just the, the law of attraction today, it's just, you know, it's, it's just not going to work very well. You, you can try. But studies have shown that over 99% of people that use the basic techniques from the secret feel they got little or no results. So we need to do better, right? We then evolve into the second generation, and this is where things get interesting. So quite simply, second generation technologies learn how to directly access and work with the subconscious. And I loved your discussion of beliefs at the beginning. This is a lot of what we do. We call it belief work but we're focused on changing beliefs in the subconscious more than the rational mind. Mm -hmm. They both matter, right? Mm -hmm. But the subconscious is actually more important. So with second gen tech, you start to see a lot of changes. In particular, you start to see medical miracles consistently, not a hundred percent, right? You start to see instant healings from cancer, HIV, allergies, mm -hmm. asthma, depression, addiction, you name it, right? So that's where the miracles really start to happen. And examples would be things like Psych-K or healing codes or emotion code, right? Mm -hmm. A lot of techniques that work around the idea, we got a subconscious, we got to check for blocks and programs and then fix them, right? So that's interesting, but there's a whole level beyond it. And this is the third gen. This is the great gift I got from my late mentor, Carl, is he taught me the third generation which is awakening and working with the quantum field to directly get consciousness into our bodies and reconnect to the universal flow. And mm. what Carl would say is, don't come work with me unless you want to add a zero to your income. Mm. And it's no joke. People would start. And of course, it's not all about money, right? Money is just an obvious way to get feedback. Mm -hmm. <clears throat> and almost everyone that worked with them, including me, started making way more money. Um, I, when I met him, it was literally the day after I declared bankruptcy hmm. and within three days I had made $50,000 wow. and it was the craziest thing. You could not explain it rationally. Hmm. And so I don't want to get too esoteric here, but I use when in, when I work with people and teach, we're using really a combination of second and third gen. They're both useful. 
for, for different purposes. Mm -hmm. I don't really teach the basic law of attraction secret stuff because everyone knows that, right? But it is a very precise technology. And I spent years reverse engineering my, my teachers and the masters to figure out what they were doing. Mm -hmm. Little by little. And there's all these little pieces that go into it. And That's if you're amazing. able to understand it, you can build incredible technology that changes lives. I would say the biggest shift from the second to the third generation would be it's really about ascension of consciousness. Life gets easier. There's less suffering. And you, you, it's really about uh, reconnecting to the divine flow rather than using manipulative techniques from the mind, which there's nothing wrong with that. It just will take you so far, right? That to really, especially with money, you got to get into the third gen because with the first gen tools, your success rate is about 1%. So that's pretty bad, right? It's not zero. Some people have success with a secret, right? Just not a lot. With the second gen, your success rate is 10, 20, 30%, depending on the practitioner, they'll scale, right? Mm -hmm. With the third gen, it's like 95%. That every one of my students, if they stick with it, they start making way more money. They suffer less. They're happier. And they're so glad they did it. I mean, it, it almost makes me want to scream and cry if I think about what my life would have been like had I not gone to see Terry. Not, yeah. yeah, it would have yeah. been so easy to come up with a million excuses, right? Oh, yeah. Right. Oh, yeah. Nothing works for me. It's hopeless. No one can help me. The doctor said so. But I gave it a shot and, you know, changed everything. Everything changed. Incredible. So what would you say is uh, the biggest obstacle holding people back from uh, experiencing better, more fulfilling lives? Would you uh, say would, it's beliefs? Yeah, I would say it's beliefs, specifically subconscious beliefs. Now, some would call those subconscious blocks. It's kind of the same thing, right? Yeah. A block mm -hmm. is simply a negative belief. That's all. Mm -hmm. So if you have a belief like nobody loves me or I'll never be successful, th those would be blocks or negative beliefs. And the, the first part of the training when I work with people is showing how to work with the subconscious and use the theta wave to open the door to see what's in there and start identifying and clearing the blocks and changing the beliefs. So it's, it's an enormously important. <clears throat> and uh, I love the intro you had today talking about the power of belief because before I met Terry and experienced that miracle, I really thought beliefs don't matter. Hmm. I just thought there's the world and it is the way it is. And what I believe or think is irrelevant. Hmm. I couldn't have been more wrong, right? I could not have been more wrong. Beliefs are everything. In fact, even gravity is a belief. Albeit one that's hard to overcome, right? <laughs> right. Yes. You want to you want to learn how to heal cat allergies? That I can teach you in three hours. You want to learn how to levitate like Darth Vader? Well, that may take a little longer, right? <laughs> but everything is belief, even the laws of the universe. That a lot of people think that the universe evolved, and then when chemicals came together in the right combination, consciousness emerged. No, that's backwards. There was consciousness first, first yeah. and consciousness is the universe. Mm -hmm. Everything is consciousness. Mm -hmm. And so if we ignore our beliefs, you're stuck. You're kind of screwed, right? Mm -hmm. It's almost like driving your car around in first gear all the time. Mm -hmm. 
You can get around a little bit, right? Right. But you're so limited. You're burning up your car. You're wasting gas. You're going really slow and pissing everyone off, right? <laughs> that, that was kind of my life before I came to this. And it was very humbling. I ate a lot of humble pie. Oh, my gosh. As I saw how wrong I was. And this was hard for me because I used to be really smart believe it or not, right? Well, yeah, MIT <laughs> yeah. graduate, I would say so. Who yeah, I got all invent- these. <laughs> yeah, you know, I was high school valedictorian, national merit scholar, perfect GPA at MIT, Phi Beta Kappa, honors and awards. I mean, I could go on and on, right? I thought I had it all figured out. I could mm-hmm. not have been more wrong. Mm-hmm. And w- one of the things I like to let everyone know is we're all living in prisons constructed out of what we think we know. Mm-hmm. beliefs right yeah. so the only prison is within your own mind if you can learn to work with it using the right technology you can literally change your beliefs instantly change your belief change your life it's really that simple are you prepared to deal with this enormous group of people who are going to rush to your door and say i want to be your student and i want to you know help me be who you are you know yeah absolutely Absolutely. You know, I've been doing this for almost 20 years now. I've taught almost 10,000 people, Right. you know, Hey, if you guys can help me put 10,000 people into my next event, that'd be awesome. Right now. I don't expect that, but I'm ready for it. Right. (laughs) You know, again, I I was one of the world's top software engineers. Mm -hmm. I know how to build software and scale it. Right. (laughs) So, you know, if anyone can pull it off, I think it's me. Mm. Wow. A lot of people would say though, um, Maybe they need to meditate for 30 years and uh, fast and, you know, all the things that people, the concepts people have of what it takes to be spiritual, what it takes to become enlightened. Um, Talk about that a little bit. Sure. So what I would say is there's a lot of paths to the top of the mountain. And there's a lot of value in meditating for 30 years or fasting three days a week, or wearing white, or chanting. These are all powerful processes, but none of them is necessary. That uh, One of the things I was told was that if you want to learn to meditate to get to a theta state, which is a very deep brainwave that we normally go to when we're asleep and dreaming, mm-hmm. that you have to meditate daily for between 20 and 30 years. Mm-hmm. Now, there are people that do this. You may have seen the monks in the Himalayas. They can they walk out when it's 40 below and put a wet towel around them and just meditate. And they warm their body and dry the towel and melt all the snow around, them, right? Mm-hmm. So you, you can do that if you meditate for 30 years. But it's not necessary to learn to be a healer and intuitive. Why? We've developed shortcuts. Uh, and so pretty simple example would be uh, 500 years ago, if you ask, hey, how long does it take to get from Europe to North America, mm-hmm. they would say, at best, three weeks on a fast ship, right? Mm-hmm. Today, we can do it in a few hours in the Concord. Mm-hmm. What's the difference? It's just technology. So are there some upsides to spending three weeks on a ship? Sure. You may make some friends, right? You might like the ocean air. But if your purpose is just to get to the other side, you wouldn't do that. Why not take a jet, right? So I would say the same, that if you want to meditate, fast, chant, those are great practices. Please keep doing it, right? Mm -hmm. But don't think that you have to do it 
to get to where you want to go. You can use better technology and have a shortcut. Oh, so you're a you're a mythbuster then, as part of your uh, yep. role in life. Then yeah. that that is a lot of what I do is exactly that. That's correct. Mm-hmm. Fascinating. That's yep. just that's great. Yeah. And, uh, I, I wanted to circle back. You had asked about the computer, so I want to answer that. It's a great question. And people go, Brent, what does a computer have to do with energy healing and God? Right. Mm-hmm. So here's what it has to do. That it, it's no coincidence that I came to this world after being in software most of my life. Not a coincidence. Why? The way we work as humans, the power of our mind is very much like a computer. Mm -hmm. And that you got the hardware, right? Which is our body. You got the software, which is the subconscious. So the subconscious is software. That's all it is. Mm -hmm. It's just instructions, codes, just like a computer. And so did you know that all of us have a program in our subconscious that creates all the areas of your life. So we all have a program that determines how much money we make. We have a program for how happy we are. We have a program for our level of career success. We have a program for how much love we can experience. Just like your computer has a bunch of programs that do different things, right? You got your email agent, you got your web browser, You know, you're playing solitaire, whatever, right? And it's so funny. Most people don't know that you can rewrite your own programs. I didn't know this, right? It's almost like cheating. And so with this technology, you can go and change the code. And this is really important because I remember uh, back in the 90s, there was a joke that went something like this. How do you know when a blonde has been using your computer? Well, it's, it's, it's pretty funny. Here's okay. the answer. The, the, your monitor is covered with black marker and white out. <laughs> right? And it's funny because we know that drawing on the monitor won't fix your software, will it? Right. Right. You can try. It just won't work. You might be able to fake it for a short time, but it's not a good long-term solution, right? Right. So I want everyone listening to know it's not your fault but you've spent your whole life drawing on your own monitor. Mm. You've been drawing on your money monitor. You've been drawing on your health monitor, right? Mm. And if you want to make a permanent functional change, you got to get into the code. And that's one of the first steps. There's a lot more to it that comes later, but that's one of the first things I train people in. How to get, (laughs) open the source code, look inside of yourself, see what you don't like and rewrite it. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that uh, when I was in software, I used to like to brag. I would say, I can make a computer do anything. It's just a matter of how long it takes and how much it costs. Mm. And honestly, I think this technology makes our lives the same. You can do almost anything. It's just a matter of how long is it going to take and how much will it cost you? So I'm assuming that you have seen your students and you have yourself uh, create other miracles, like multiple number of miracles. Yeah. Um, Me personally, I'm almost to 2000. I should hit 2000 sometime this summer. And meaning miracles I've seen happen in private sessions with my clients. Mm -hmm. Things, instant healings, cancer, HIV, broken bones, uh, allergies, uh, anxiety, uh, but also money, career, happiness, love, mm-hmm. 
I mean, you name it. And it's incredible. One of the things I love about this technology is when I was on my journey learning this, one of the things I did was I did my best to reverse engineer the masters because that's what they taught me at MIT, right? If you have some complex system, a computer, a cell phone, a car, and you want to improve it, you figure out how it works, take it apart, you put it back together and make it better. Yeah. So that's what I spent 10 years doing with the technology. I learned some, some really amazing people who had some really impressive gifts. But here's the problem. Most of the great healers and psychics out there, it's a gift they have, often something they were born with, and they don't fully understand how it works or what they're doing. Me, I did not have that gift. I had to learn this all step by step. But because of that, I'm a great teacher. You do not have to have any kind of gift to come learn from me. In fact, I specialize in people that don't because a lot of the time they have no one else that can teach them. And so I've broken it down step by step so everybody can do this, made it really easy. Because again, this is technology. Until you figured it out, it seems impossible. But once you got it, it seems obvious, right? Mm. Now, do they need to study with you in person or do, do you do Zoom classes or do you um, have uh, Back you in the that? day, 15, 20 years ago, I only did live rooms where you had to come in person. Mm-hmm. But uh, I've been doing online training since 2014. Oh, okay. So I've been doing almost everything online for almost 10 years. Yes. Mm -hmm. And it's funny that uh, before my late mentor passed away, he encouraged everyone to only do online trainings. Mm -hmm. He stopped Mm -hmm. doing live rooms because he goes, the online actually works better, which is kind of crazy. Yeah. It's a a really good question. Um, Specifically, it has to do in the more advanced work is a lot about reading and feeling energy. And for reasons I don't fully understand, it's easier to read energy on video than seeing someone next to you in a room. Is that right? Yes. It's crazy. It's counterintuitive. I can't explain it, mm-hmm. but absolutely. That it's harder to do this in person. There's mm-hmm. something about the video, though it has to be high def. It doesn't work as well in low def. Mm-hmm. There's again, I don't fully understand it. We just see this over and over, right? Mm-hmm. Kind of like a caveman watching a lightning bolt. Because yeah. mm-hmm. I don't understand it, but isn't that awesome, right? Mm-hmm. That's kind of how I feel. Yeah. But yes, it actually works better through the computer. Through the computer. It's easier. Yeah. Right. So there's no excuse, right? I don't care where you live. You know, if you have a computer or a phone with an internet connection, I can make you a master healer. Eh, it'll take maybe six months. Mm-hmm. I was just going to ask, how long does it take for most people to develop the skills? So you would say six months if they come I'd to say, you? Yeah, six months is average. Mm-hmm. Now, obviously, some people are more talented, have more background, they'll do it faster. Some people work harder, right? Mm-hmm. So, uh, you know, the fastest I've seen it is about three weeks. Mm-hmm. I had one woman who had done lots of healing for about 20 years, like me, came to my classes, and she was killing it. No, three weeks, she was a master. Uh, It took me seven years of full-time study and a quarter million dollars spent to to become a master healer. Um, I can do it in a fraction of the time and money. Why? It's just technology, right? Mm -hmm. Right. It's cheaper to get on a jet to go to Europe than it was to get in a sailing ship 100 years ago, relatively. Yes. 
So better technology, faster, cheaper, easier. Why not, right? Absolutely. Well, tell us what's in your book, Brent. And Thomas, if you put a picture of his book, The Formula for Miracles, on the screen. And I'm assuming uh, you would send people to Amazon for your book. Yeah, for those that want to get my book, it's on Amazon Kindle. It's about three bucks, so not, not a big investment. So this is part two. I want everyone to know you can get part one on my website, too, for free. Okay. So if you want that, you can go to my website. We'll talk about that at the end. Mm -hmm. I will give you the first book for free. This is part two. So part one is really the human story. It was what happened to me, the different people I met. So it's sort of the human story. You know, it might make a good Hallmark movie someday, right? Part two is really, I think that in some ways the most important because part two is all about the science of miracles. Mm -hmm. And I want to lay out how science really works and assess the, the state of the art in terms of the science of miracles today and explain to people how it works and how we're moving forward. So in the same way that <clears throat> Einstein and Newton and Tesla figured out the laws of the universe and built technology, I'm here to figure out the metaphysical laws of the universe and build technology. So it's all about the science of miracles. And anyone that's interested, I think it'll blow your mind. Because there really is a scientific explanation for miracles. That's it's just, amazing. we just didn't have the technology before. Yeah. Right? Wow. I believe it was uh, Isaac Asimov that said, any sufficiently advanced technology is indistinguishable from magic. From magic, yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Incredible. Do you have any more questions for him, Dr. Art? We could talk forever here. I, you know, I don't think uh, my mind is scrambled <laughs> right now. So this is great. Uh, I love it when it's scrambled for this reason here. But uh, is there anything, um, Brent, that you feel like we haven't covered enough yet that you really hope to have people know about you or about your work? Um, before we leave? You know, I would, I would say that it's, uh, I'm not for everyone, right? When I teach how I practice, I'm a little intense. And, and I'm very rational step-by-step, step, right? Mm -hmm. I would say the biggest thing is I want to, everyone to know you can do this. Mm -hmm. Every single person on this planet can become a master healer. Every single person on this planet can learn to manifest the power of your mind. You just have to learn the technology. Mm -hmm. It's that simple. Mm -hmm. That when I teach my students, I can do more in four hours than my teachers could in four days. Why? Better technology, right? Yeah. Mm -hmm. it's, it's really that simple. And, and I would also... What's essential and what's not yeah. so essential too. Yeah. And I would say for everyone listening and watching, you don't have to believe any of this because we're talking about it. I would encourage you, have your own experience before you judge it. Mm -hmm. Try it, see what happens. Because I remember, I could have had a million excuses not to go see Terry. Sure. Had I not seen her, I'm not sure I'd even be alive today. So I but know I, you I have... gave it a shot. So I would yeah. say to everyone that's interested, give it a shot. Come to one of my live webinars. Yes, Experience that's... some of these things. And if you like it, I'd love to work with you. If not, that's cool. Glad you tried it, right? Because again, I'm not for everyone. Mm -hmm. I don't have all the answers, but I got a couple of them. I got to like it. Yeah. Sounds yeah. like it. Yeah. Um, Thomas, would you put up the website for people to get his live webinar? Uh, AwakeningDynamics.com forward slash healathon. Is that right? 
Yep. And and so is that a one hour webinar where you? It's a uh, little longer than that because we also have a Q and A. Okay. But it's a it's a live webinar where I'm going to walk everyone through what we call the seven secrets of higher dimensional living. I'm going to show you why a lot of other healing and law of attraction processes don't work and show you how to fix them. But more importantly, we're going to do some interactive exercises. Mm -hmm. I'm going to show you how to check yourself for subconscious blocks. I'm going to walk you through a subconscious clearing process. We, we will do a quantum field entrainment, which we haven't really talked about the advanced work today. But when we do this, many people start to see energy and auras in past lives with their open eyes mm. during the first three minutes. So it's a mm. really advanced process. And we also have a Q&A and I will do healings for every single person that shows up. So at the I end, I, I say, hey, if you want a healing, just put in a request in the chat. Let me know what you want healed. And everybody that attends gets a free healing. Wow. Awesome. Awesome. I don't even know what else to ask. I'm just blown away by all of this. It's, um, it's just the next level up when you say third generation and how perfect that someone with your mind uh, has kind of deciphered something that is right there. We just didn't know how to access it, but you took, and what I love is that it, it marries the science and the spirit. Mm-hmm. It really marries those yeah, two. That's so what that I'm here it, to do, right? It's yeah. no longer this big mystery. Uh, there's, and it gets rid of the skepticism for people. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That's so great. At really? first, there may be a little faith, but stick with it just a little bit. You'll have your own miracles. Then there's no more faith needed. Then you no know more faith works. needed. Right. Yeah. You know yeah. what works. Yeah. Brent, this has been a banquet. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh, it's been great to be here. This fabulous. has been great. This well, I'm going to be on really your next good. webinar. Me <laughs> too. I, I yep. want to be there too. Yeah. Coming yeah. up Tuesday. It's very right. soon. Four days okay. coming Tuesday. Yep. Okay. Tuesday night. All right. Well, we're going to sign up. And uh, gee, is there anything you want to leave people with before we go? Yeah, I just want to remind everyone <clears throat> that your beliefs matter a lot. And we're all locked in prisons constructed out of what we think we know, right? Mm -hmm. And it's always darkest before the dawn. So if you're stuck in your life, if you're sick, if you're in pain, if you're poor, if you're grieving, just because you don't see the solution doesn't mean it's not there. It just means you don't see it. And I, I have done several impossible things in my life. And all of it started with a belief that, it, that maybe I could do it. That you could do it. Yeah. I just didn't know how. Mm-hmm. So I encourage everyone, know that there is a solution. There is a way forward. Just because you don't see it doesn't mean it's not there. And this is why I call these the secrets of higher dimensional living. There are higher dimensions all around us that can give us incredible power and ability. You just need to learn how to use them. Just need to do it. Right? Yeah. Just like a caveman with a cell phone. Yeah. Yep. Well, thank you so much for being with thank us today. Thank you very tonight. much. This has been, been awesome. Great. Yeah. Wow. All right. Well, there you have it, folks. Go out and get his book. First, go to his website, get part one, which he says is free, and then get part two at Amazon, uh, the formula for miracles, and definitely sign up for his webinar at uh, awakeningdynamics.com forward slash healathon.
Thank you so much for joining us, everybody, and uh, have a great week. Thanks for joining us. If you've enjoyed this show, please consider being a supporter. You can find that on our show page. Tune in every Friday night at 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern, and find us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash new reality show for announcements of upcoming topics and exciting guest interviews. Bye for now.